All right. Hey, everybody. It's John again. And uh, I'm bringing on my daughter again. Say hi. Hi. What's your name? Georgia. What's your name again? Uh, Georgia. That's right. I forgot. Um, so last year, was it last year already? It was November. Oh, my gosh. So last year, you set the internet on fire by coming uh, on this podcast and we counted down our top five favorite kiss songs I'm just right. that amazing you are you're that amazing and uh yeah i mean people have not stopped talking about it ever since then it really it went viral oh that's great <laughs> so good to know i'm not famous yeah yep uh so we thought we'd do it again and this time we are going to count down our top five favorite songs that we introduced each other to uh-huh. And the one rule is none of your choices can be kiss. Right? Yeah. Now, do you understand why that would be the rule? Because every single one of my songs would be kiss. Basically, yeah. It'd be my same list from last time, probably. Yeah, yeah, basically. And, I mean, we already did a kiss show. So we're going to go, we're going to expand beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as just like last time, we are not going to do any editing or production of this. Yeah. So whatever we do, that's what the world's going to hear. Okay. Okay? So don't mess up. It is. So don't mess up. You can't mess up. Uh, Georgia, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, even though the whole world knows you because of the last time you were on. Yeah. Um, Like music-wise? Well, how old are you? Um, I'm 12, but I'm almost 13. Almost 13. And you just finished what grade? Seventh grade. How was the end of school with quarantine was it kind of a I wish kind of a letdown? we were in school because the last day of school is always super fun because you're just like playing games and helping your teachers and hanging out with friends and stuff yeah we're really lucky because Georgia's a very good student and she's very responsible she's um of our three kids she's probably the one that gives us the least amount of trouble so it's really nice thank you for being a good kid you're welcome Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Yeah, we're lucky to have you. Um, Now, tell us... Okay, I would imagine that listeners could probably get an idea that if you're my kid, I have been making you listen to music for your whole life. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah? Okay. Can you think of what some of those first... What are some of the first songs? and And if they're on your top five, leave them out. But can you think of what some of the first songs were that really grabbed you when you were a kid? How do you like me now? Yeah, let's let's play a little bit of this one. If anyone who maybe people will remember this, it's by a band called The Heavy, and uh, when you were just little, they went on David Letterman, and they performed this song, and David liked it so much that when he got up to shake their hands, he told them to keep going, and so they started playing it over again. The song is killer. I went and saw these guys in concert in a really small little venue here in Denver called Larimer Lounge. Let's listen to a bit of uh, How You Like Me Now. Just to spring back memories. Yeah. Good ones or bad ones? others we'll get to them i want to tell you georgia the first song i remember you getting excited about when uh so georgia when she was a new baby was very colicky you would cry all the time and it was a huge pain in the butt to get you to calm down and i remember one time i was sitting in the office on the computer and it was my turn to kind of rock you or bop you up and down or whatever kind of 
cradle you or whatever to get you to quiet down and you wouldn't do it. And so I'm listening to music and I put on this song right here. And as soon as I did, you quieted right down. Let me play a little bit of it for you here. this? No. Okay. Some of our older listeners out there might recognize this as Hold On Loosely by 38 Special. So good. Let's get to the chorus. You want this song on your iPod? Okay, so you're in, picture this, listeners. I've got this colicky, colicky screaming baby in my lap, and I'm bouncing her up and down in my lap, trying to get her to be quiet. And I turn on that song, and she stops, and her beautiful little head turns around and looks up at me. She didn't, she didn't laugh, uh, smile necessarily, but she stopped screaming in that moment when she heard this. And when she heard Hold On Loosely, I thought, we're on to something. We're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, can you remember? Okay. What are some of the other early favorite songs that you remember? I can think of one. Tell us another one. Well, Solid, but we already played that one Yeah, last so time. we played that one last time. So there were two songs when you were little, like a brand new baby, kind of like this one, that were sort of our theme songs. The mm -hmm. first one was Solid, Solid as a Rock by Ashford and Simpson. Um, and we do a little dance and like kind of like a patty cake dance in my lap. Do you remember this? You'd be sitting in my lap and I'd make you do like a little cheer. Yeah. And then the other one, do you remember what the other one was? I'll recognize it. I just can't remember now. All right. I think we talked about this one too. It, um, well, I probably don't have to find it. Anyway, it was um, Black Water. Oh, yeah. By the Doobie Brothers. Yep. And the reason being is because there's that part in it... Um, dance with your daddy all night long and so that was you know like our our theme song yeah because you were dancing with your daddy okay what's another one give us another couple abc abc i wasn't expecting that one are no, we talking about the, the look of love yeah okay let's play a little look of love i think everyone knows this one but we played the last song did we that was a kiss show now, why did we play, why this song? Yeah. All right, I think everyone knows that. What we used to do when Georgia and Graham were little kids is we would, I would just put them on my lap and we would watch YouTube videos for hours. And this was their favorite thing. They would come up and ask all the time. And so I would show them all the videos to songs that I grew up with that I thought had cool videos. What were some of the other ones? Do you remember? Uh, the main one when you were a kid was Hyperactive by Tom, oh, Thomas yeah, Dolby. Yeah, yeah. And um, one of the other main ones was Come As You Are by Peter Wolf. Mm -hmm. And there was, of course, Sledgehammer, Peter Gabriel. Yeah. There was, what are some of the other ones? Do you remember? <laughs> you don't remember any of them now, huh? I'm blanking. Huh. Well, I'll remember them when you like tell me, but okay. I can't remember now. Here's another weird one. When you were little, for some reason, oh, yeah. you wanted to listen to this song nonstop. And this is a super obscure one. I'm going to play a little bit for you. People, I don't think anyone's going to know it. I'm going to jump ahead.
that's good enough. That we used to call, do you remember what we always called that song? The Shadow Song. The Shadow Song. One day when you were a little baby, we were driving around, probably trying to get you to quiet down because you wouldn't stop. And this is what I happen to be listening to in the car. And it is kind of an obscure solo album put out about 10, well, no, more than that. You're almost 13. So 12, 13 years ago by the lead singer of Simple Minds, Jim Kerr. And, but he called himself Lost Boy. And that song is called Shadowlands. And for whatever reason, you love that song. And every time we'd get in the car, you'd ask if we would play the Shadow song. You remember this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking of another. I, we thankfully have a kids playlist on iTunes. Mm -hmm. It's got 427 songs on it, in it that are all songs that you liked as a kid. One of the other ones that had a great video of any parents out there to young kids. Don't Answer Me by the Alan Parsons Project had a great video too. We used to watch that one all the time. Um, okay, there's one more I want to play a little bit of, unless you can think of something. This is another one of the first songs I ever remember oh, yeah. that you liked. And I don't know if it's on your list. I hope it's not. But let's listen to a little bit of Money Grabber by Fitz and the Tantrums. glad that you were too young to know what the lyrics to that song mean because oh. they're a little they're a little grown up hmm. i miss the old fits in the tantrums that first fits in the tantrums album all sounds kind of motowny like that it was so good and then they became sort of dancey after that yeah yeah they had a popular song yeah a, um uh, just a, more than just a dream or whatever it's called no, it was oh there was hand clap yeah hand that clap. was another one yeah, there's a bunch. Anyway, uh, I'm happy for them that they're popular. I just wish they held on to their original sound. And then quickly, another one was uh, Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People. Oh, yeah. That became a huge hit as you two were little. And do you remember when we went and saw them kind of in concert? Mm -hmm. There's a record store here in Denver called Twist and Shout. And they sometimes do in stores. And so I took the kids to the in-store and they were so little that one of you um, was on my shoulders and the other one I held on to. And we saw uh, Foster the People do like an acoustic version of Pumped Up Kicks. We also went and saw the Wood Brothers. If anyone remembers the Wood Brothers, we saw them there. And we saw at a different CD store a band called Funeral Party that I never really heard from again. Is that all of them? Can you? Is that all the concerts I'm we went to back sure. then? Okay. All right, I feel like I'm doing all the talking here. <laughs> Why don't you, were you ever annoyed with me that I made you listen to so much music when you were growing up? No, uh, I don't think I, no, I don't think I was. I think I liked listening to music yeah. a lot. I remember one time um, you were brand new, you're in your car seat in the back, you can talk barely. And I was listening to Living Color, who are kind of like a hardcore band. Okay. And whatever song it was, I don't even remember, Cult of Personality, maybe, something like that. From the back seat, I hear this little voice, Daddy, who's this? <laughs> I say, this is Living Color. And you go, this is beautiful. <laughs> what? <laughs> you did. <laughs> this is beautiful to living color and it's like a hard rock band. yeah it's super hard yes i'll play it for you later all the listeners know that one it's a classic anyway oh yeah the rocket video from herbie hancock that's a great one there's lots of howard jones we listen to a lot of howard jones um the move your feet video by junior senior oh yeah that is a classic classic video whether you have kids or not go look up move your feet by junior senior the video to that is one of the best. So, uh, you were great because, uh, 
you know, when the little when you guys are little kids, you don't have any choice. You have to listen to what I make you listen to. Yeah, pretty much. And I listen to music nonstop in the car, don't I? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, in like the last year or two, you've started to kind of grow your own personality and have your own favorite songs. Well, you like all my songs. I do. I do like your songs. They've grown on me. I um, And that's why I thought it'd be fun if we did this little exercise here, because mm-hmm. there really are several songs. That I could have done probably a top ten. There's several songs of yours that I've really grown to like. Now, that doesn't always mean that I want to listen to them instead of what I want to listen to, but uh, it's still good. What During the quarantine, a couple times a week, we try to get out there. What do we do? We go for a drive and yeah. listen to mostly my music. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, It serves two things. Number one, you and I both like to be in the car and just listen to music really loud. Yeah. And number two, it gives mom a break. Yeah, she's so, pretty much doing all the work. Yes. So um, so I'll grab you three kids and we'll go for a drive. And there's certain parts of town in Denver that we like. We go look at pretty houses or we look at scary neighborhoods or we look at restaurants we want to go to when the, one day. When well, it all actually... Opens. We like to look at the nice neighborhoods. You like to look at the scary houses yeah, and that's restaurants. True. That's true. That's true. I just think that's fascinating. I would, uh, a side note, one of the, I would love to do like an art project where I live in a different house or apartment for like two weeks, every two weeks for like two years. Wow. Just to get, I know, just to get an idea or a perspective of what life is like in that environment. I just love it. Every time I see like an interesting house or a weird little apartment or whatever down a weird street, I was just think, well, what is it, what's it like living here? Mm-hmm. I want to know. Anyway, so yeah, it's kind of tough because now you want to fight me for music time in the car. Who wins mostly? Me. That's not true. Mm, I usually I win. When we go on these drives... I let you pick the music. But when we're all in the car as a family, it's usually me. Yeah. One thing I got to tell you real quick that I've noticed that you do is you do the same thing that I used to do to my friends whenever I had them in the car with me. And that was um, I made them like shut up and listen to my favorite music in the car. That's not true. That's not true. I just want to put on my music in the background and I will talk to my friends. And my friends usually don't care because my music is like the nice popular music that everybody likes and your music is like the weird music that nobody's heard of. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But mine's so good. But so is mine. See, if you're going to just talk to your friend, like you don't need to be playing your music. Dad, we aren't going to get into this argument again <laughs> on air. Okay, okay, fine. All right. Okay, well, let's count down our top five. If I think of other things that I want to mention, I'll maybe just throw them in there sporadically. Um, Okay, I am going to start. I'll go first, then you, and we'll go back and forth. We're going to count down from five. Mm -hmm. Now, the first song, my number five, I'm actually kind of shocked that I'm picking this one, but because I actually don't really like this band anymore at all. Mm-hmm. But this was the s- song that kind of started it all. This is the <laughs> first song that I remember being your favorite song that you bought with your money and wa- and forced everyone to listen to. Yeah. But it was a great song, and that is... I heard it from my aunt, uh, my Aunt Brooke in Hawaii. That's really, that's what it was? Yeah. Okay. Mom, sister Brooke, um, Aunt Brooke... The song is There Will Be Time, and it's by Mumford & Sons with Baba Mal, who's an African singer. Let's play a little bit of There Will Be Time. Starting? Yeah, it takes a minute. Okay, well, let's get through all this crap, all this nonsense. Come on. Oh, there's Baba Mal. Alzheimer's Christ Land. Holy me, could you be me or do not, do not. 
in here it's really inspiring sometimes we'll drive around and we'll play this song just really loud okay. we should fast forward it to the end Yeah, that's a really great, inspiring, beautiful song. I like it a lot. I um, I feel bad because when Mumford & Sons first came out, I thought they were really special. I remember my buddy, Brian Gillespie, if you're listening, Brian. Um, we are, we've been buddies for years. We don't see each other a ton, but when we do, it's always, if I get a free ticket to a concert, I take him. And if he gets a free ticket to a concert, he takes me. And he won tickets to see Mumford and Sons in a relatively small venue. They were just exploding. And this venue, which I think was the Gothic here in town, um, was at capacity. Tons of people couldn't get in. It was some kind of a radio giveaway thing. And Brian won. And we were both sitting in there just thinking, man, these guys are built for Red Rocks. Can you imagine these songs being played in Red Rocks with the whole crowd going crazy and singing? And sure enough, the following, just a few months later, the following year, I think, they were absolutely big enough and they did that exact thing. And then their whole, like, you know, hemp vests, fluffy shirts, folky railroad shtick got really old and I don't like them anymore. But this song is great. What made you like this song? Uh, I don't. So when we were listening to it in their convertible last time, mm. we were, well, actually, the first time we went to Hawaii um I was sitting there and I was thinking like what the heck is this what are we listening to and then it started to like keep going and I was like "Mm, I bet I could get dad to like this song so then I played it and then I just started liking it more Mm, good yeah Yeah, you nailed that one that's a great inspiring pick Mm -hmm. so okay that's I wanted that's the one that started it all that's the first favorite song I ever remember you having what Mm -hmm. is next what's your number five uh, All for Elena by Billy Joel. Hey, nice. Okay, let's find uh, Glass Houses, All for Elena, absolutely. This is probably my favorite Billy Joel song, too. <laughs> I remember, weren't we up in Loveland because you yeah. had a swim meet? Something like that, yeah. And we stayed the night, we went early and stayed the night in a hotel, and we were driving around kind of late at night looking for some food. Oh, yeah. And I'd just gotten glass houses in the mail because I was on a Billy Joel completist kick. And so we listened to All for Lena in the car looking for like a cheeseburger at about 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Let's, listen, let's listen to some All for Lena. play through the first chorus, don't you think? So about yeah. a minute. the end 
when he's like he says now I'm in my room watching the tube um telling myself she still may drop over to say she's changed her mind <laughs> and then there's like parts about his that her dad or his dad like yelling at him and saying like you need to get over her just like go out and find other people and I was like, and yeah it's just <laughs> interesting to listen to the story I love it I love that you love that song yeah it uh, I wonder have you ever known anyone named Lena Nope. Me neither. Never known anybody named Shandy. <laughs> That's true. Rockstars just like to pick the most obscure names. <laughs> so then whenever somebody names their kid that, they're like, yeah, that was because of me. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Uh, I'm curious out there, listeners, if anyone has ever known Elena. Mm-hmm. I've known an Elena. I, we have, you have an Aunt Lainey, mom's mm-hmm. sister. Uh, but I've never known anyone named Lena spelled this way. All right, perfect, perfect one. Okay, now we are going to go to my number four pick. And this is a song by a sort of a synth pop, chill wave type group called Floor. But it's Floor with one O. And the song is called Unsaid. Let's listen to a little bit of this. that and I love it because I think it probably won't come as a surprise to my listeners that I I've said this before I really got into that kind of a uh, techno trance uh, drum and bass sound that was really big in the 90s with groups like Massive Attack and the Chemical Brothers and Dubstar and all those kinds of Saint Etienne I love that kind of stuff and um, this song really harkens back to that for me it's right in my sweet spot and for anyone who's listening, it reminds me a little bit of the theme song to the show Portlandia, which is by another sort of a chill wave group called Washed Out. Feel It All Around is the name of that song. I'm going to play a little bit of it right here. If anyone watches Portlandia, they remember that theme song. That I love that kind of music. How did you discover this song? Um, so I was on my way to Vail with my friend mm-hmm. to go skiing, and um, I we were in the car, and um, this song came on. It was like really late at night. We, me and my friend, were kind of going a little bit crazy, and um, her d- dad played this song. And I was like, oh, this is good. Who sings this song? And he, like, told me, oh, it's Floor. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I forgot about it. And then he played it another time, a different day, a while ago, mm-hmm. after Veil. And I was like, oh, I forgot about this song. Like, I need to get this. <laughs> so I did. So good. It's right in my sweet spot. Okay, what's your number four? My number four four is Mr. Blue Sky by ELO. Really? Wow. I did not see that one coming. These are all surprises, Tim. Oh, yeah. Have I not said that? Yeah. Okay. So, um, why am I not finding... Wait. Do I have them in here as Electric Light Orchestra? 
yeah, yeah. they're there. Um, yeah, I, I made sure that she not tell me ahead of time what songs, uh, what her top five were. Yeah. I did tell you mine because, frankly, I can never remember. I don't actually know the names of any of these songs or who really <laughs> sings them. I just know, like, oh, that's the one that goes like this. And that'll come. I'll talk more about that on, on a later pick. Um, so I needed you to tell me what the songs even were called. Okay, let's listen to some Mr. Blue Sky. I think all my listeners know it, but we'll give it a few minutes anyway. For a little bit. Yeah, this is a classic. I remember hearing this song while walking in Neverland. That's what I was, I was thinking that too. picks were and I didn't want to know um, yeah I remember taking you and Graham when you were little to see Megamind oh yeah and um, you came away really liking this song and I have I had it obviously and so we used to listen to it a lot what, what about this song why this song um I like I don't I just like the beat of it and stuff and it, every time I hear it, it reminds me of Megamind in that movie I, I love that movie still <laughs> Um, the other day I asked you if we could buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to keep it. <laughs> I know. And, um, yeah. And I just like the opera part. Yeah, I love that part too. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. I'm glad to know. See, this is, um, it sounds weird, but I'm really glad when kids' movies, how many, I mean, there are so many classic songs that you guys discovered because they were in commercials or movies that you like. Remember, was it last year that, Children of the Revolution. Oh yeah. From T Rex got was in like a milk commercial. Uh huh. And we you that was all you guys wanted to listen to forever. <laughs> We'd get in the car and we would listen to it so loud and bang our heads. It was great. I'm so grateful when stuff like that, you know, penetrates through to get into our kids' minds. I love it. Okay, anything else about ELO? Uh no. Okay. All right, I'm going to go to number three of For Me, and this one this is another one where I've never heard of this singer. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about it. I might need you to tell me. This is a song called Drink About mm-hmm. by Sieb and Dagny. Yeah, I don't know the artists, like, at okay. all. I just know they do, like, Sieb, I think, does, like, some techno stuff. Really? But this is probably my favorite song out of all the ones that you picked. Really? Yeah, I like this nice. song. I love this song. Okay, and this one, um, it's got different layers to it, so we're, it may go longer than a minute. It may go like a minute and a half or so, but I want to hear, good. there's so much good stuff in this, and I'll talk about it in a minute, but let's listen to Drink About. Oh, yeah, thank you. Now and then I get a little too drunk, say a little too much, I do. Now and then I get a bit impatient, too much information. I'm trying so hard not to give you up. Yeah. 
turn that off. I love that song. It's great. I love it too. Do you know, is the singer named Seeb? I don't think so. I think that, like, it's kind of like a not very popular, but also kind of like techno ish kind of group. Like, whatever you would okay. call that, like pop. But they aren't very popular. Huh. So they're like one of the groups who's has really good songs but nobody's really heard of them yeah. they have like a weird name and work with weird artists i wonder if seeb and dagny are the producers kind of like the chain smokers yeah and then the people like whoever that girl is singing that song is a guest she's not seeb or dagny uh, i don't know that would make sense but yeah I, I wonder if that's what's going on there chain smokers are great too yeah they would have made my top 10 okay good one how did you discover this song you um, discover a lot of songs on tiktok don't you yeah, um, yeah, that's I do discover a lot of songs on TikTok. That's one of those things. I think everyone out there can agree. It's a genera generational divide. I don't even know what TikTok is, <laughs> but you seem to be on it all day long. It's it's fun. I like it. Okay, I don't get it. Anyway, where'd you discover this song? I discovered this song. Um, I think it was at Johnson and Wales' Great Day of Fun, mm. and it played, and I was like, oh, I like this song. What is it? So then you shazammed it for me. Oh, I did? Yeah, and um, you told me, and I was like, oh, cool. And then I added it to my playlist on Spotify. Huh. But then uh, I, like, never listened to it again. So mm. recently I, like, looked at it, and I was like, oh, I remember this mm -hmm. song. Um, one of the things I really appreciate about, appreciate about you is that you actually buy the songs that you like from iTunes. Mm -hmm. I love that. <laughs> I really, I really, because I'm all about supporting these people, and I'm so glad that you get that and you do it. I didn't realize that I had Shazam this for you. That's great. Yeah, I, I love that song. I just keep could keep listening to it. All right, let's see. What Are we on your number three? Yeah. What's your number three? Uh, the Days of Pearly Spencer by Mark Almond. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about this one. Okay, Mark Almond. This is a... Uh, I still am shocked that you love this song so much. So for anyone who doesn't know, Mark Almond was the lead singer of Soft Cell. He sang Tainted Love. And uh, I liked Soft Cell, but he, and I liked some of his solo stuff, but he put out an album in 1991 called Tenement Symphony. And I think it was executive produced by Trevor Horn. I don't think he produced it, but I think his people, his farm, his studio, his co-workers did. And it's got his lush sound. I love it. And this is a song on it called The Days of Pearly Spencer. It's kind of a story song, so we won't listen to the whole thing, but here it is. Yeah, so that is a remake of a song from the 60s by the same name. Do you remember that? We found the original yeah. version on YouTube once, and it sounds like an old... It kind of sounds... You won't know who this is. It sounds a little bit like the Walker Brothers or Jacques Brel, which were both huge influences on Mark Allman, so it makes sense that... I don't remember who sang the original, but... Um, one, someone... It was like... you This... I, you were telling me that this was becoming one of your favorite songs and like the next day some some rock star person I think maybe who had been on the podcast posted on Facebook 
BBC One played Days of Pearly Spencer today, and it was the original. And so we went back and listened to the original. It's fun, but this version, I think, is better. Yeah. Why do you like this song so much? Um, I really like how it kind of sounds like... It kind of reminds me of, like, a pirate song. Oh, yeah. Like I don't know. Or, like, something that they would play in, like, a pub. Yes. Back a long time ago. And, uh... Yeah. And, um... Okay. I like the story that it tells. Yeah. Good for you. Wow, you've never even been in a pub, but this is what you imagine is played in a pub. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Okay, good. Boy, your picks are different than I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, number two for me. And uh, the, now that I'm thinking about it, I almost feel like Drink About, that last song, could have been number two. Yeah, I was surprised when it wasn't. It might be now. I'm Well, I won't officially do this, but... Uh, I could see swapping out two and three. Number two for me is the song S.O.S. by Avicii featuring Aloe Black on vocals. Now, Avicii and Aloe Black had a huge song a few years ago. What was it called again? Wake Me wake me Up. I wake Me Up, I think is right. Yeah. And um, I'm sure they thought they could do it again. And S.O.S. is great. We, we refer to it as drugs. Yeah. Play the drugs song. Because he mentions drugs, says something about drugs in here. He says, I don't need my drugs. That's right. And at one point, doesn't he say something about weed? Yeah, he says, pound of weed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're clean cut people over here. And so, yeah, we refer to this song as the drug song. Unfortunately, Avicii committed suicide, I believe. I thought it was a drug overdose. Oh, maybe it was. It might have been a purposeful drug overdose. Mm. Like he was trying, yeah. kind of like Philip Seymour Hoffman did. I'm not sure. Anyway, let's listen to a little bit of SOS. Can you hear me, SOS? Help me put my mind to rest. Two times click in a Mac did A pound of weed in a bag of wood. I know. I love that each time the song builds and builds and builds. And then when it gets into this like Asian percussion here, right here. Those are the little touches that I just think are so genius. Somebody thought, you know what we need to put here is we need to put some kind of a percussive sound. And I'm I'm imagining them experimenting with different sounds and they stumbled on whatever that is. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Maybe you out there. When I hear that, I imagine like eating in a Japanese restaurant and someone playing like a ham, one of those. Yeah, except it sounds more modern. Yes. But you know what I mean? Like it's mm -hmm. one of those instruments that like you play with a hammer, yeah. And and but maybe they're not even Asian. Maybe that's a Glockenspiel. I don't even know what that is. Whatever it is, it's the perfect sound, and it's so unique. And somebody thought of that and thought that's what this song needs, and they were right. Yeah. I love thinking about that. How did you discover this one? Um, how did I? I think it was like I'd heard it before. Same friend played it. I was like, oh, okay, I didn't think anything of it. And then I heard it in gym class. And I was like, oh, this is a good song. Mm. And then I just added it. And then Graham and Graham really liked it for a while. But then he complained that the beat drop wasn't good enough. <laughs> so now he doesn't like it anymore. Graham. He's, he can be prickly. Yeah. I'm hoping to bring Graham on here. There were a couple of songs that almost made my top five that I purposely left out. Because if I can ever get Graham on here to do a similar show, there are songs that I associate more with him. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hoping that he will come on. He doesn't want to. He's a little camera shy. 
Um, he said he might come on if Eddie comes on with him, which is great because Graham's really reserved and Eddie's got this larger than life personality. Yeah. Eddie might do all the talking. But anyway, hopefully one of these days I can do something with the boys as well. Um, okay, great, great song. I do think, I don't know, today I'm in the mood. SOS, I would probably bump to three and drink about. I'd bump up to two. Yeah. All right, what's your number two? My number two is The Dolphins Cry. By yes, Life. of course it is. Of course it is. This is another one of those songs that we have played many, many, many times in the car, yeah. right? I love this song so much. Okay, let's do it. Let's play it loud. Let's lose our minds. The way you're bathing light reminds me of that night. God led me down into your rose garden of trust. Swept away with nothing left to say. Some helpless fool, yet I was lost in a swoon of peace. You're all I need to find. So when the time is right, come to me, sweetly, come to me. song so yeah. much that's my favorite live song that's maybe one of my favorite songs ever and live get a bad rap they were really big there for a while and then they quickly quickly kind of fell off in popularity and it's too bad because when they are good they are so so good and this is them I think at their very very best um, why do you like this song so much I don't know <laughs> really yeah I just I like how um he sings, and I like the, I don't know, I like the, the way it kind of builds. Yeah. Here, why don't we give it a couple more minutes and go to the next. We could listen to the whole song. Huh. Yeah, it rocks. You like hard rock. Yeah. Of all our kids, you're the one where it rubbed off the most. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the favorite child. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't. Okay. Well, I do like your taste in music the best, probably. That's yeah. for sure. Graham just listens to trap remixes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bass Nation, whatever it is. And that... I can only handle so much of that. Yeah. Okay. Perfect, perfect pick. I'm so glad you went with that one. That one's one of my favorites, too. All right, here we go. My favorite song that you have ever turned me on to uh, is probably something that I don't know if people would think that this would be it, but it's but yeah, it is. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be it either. Yeah. I, I remember you got him, and I was like, yeah, you're going to like all the other songs except for this one. I don't think you're going to like this one. And that's the one that became my favorite? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It's OTW by Khalid. Khalid, yeah. Khalid? Mm -hmm. Okay. Hope I'm saying that right. And what does OTW stand for? On the Way. On the Way. And the reason I love this song is because they lock into a groove that could go on for hours and hours and hours for me. I could just listen to this mellow groove. It reminds me a little bit of PM Dawn. As people know, I love PM Dawn so much. Okay, let's just let's just shut up for a second and listen to OTW. Here we go.
Yeah, I, that just is a groove that cuts me right to the quick. I could listen to it for hours. I love, I was thinking about it just now. I love the slight, um, oh, of course, I just suddenly, vibrato. The slight vibrato in his voice when he sings, put it in drive and meet me in five. And uh, the, the way his voice does the vibrato in those spots. I just, I love that. It especially sounds good. Maybe it especially sounds good because we're driving around a lot. Yeah. So we go for our drives. We'll drive around the neighborhood and whatever. And this is just the perfect song to kind of play while we're driving around trying to kill time during the pandemic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I love that song so much. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's my number one. That's my favorite song you've ever introduced me to. Good job. Thank you. How did you discover this song? Do you remember? No. You don't I, remember? I have no idea. Okay. TikTok, maybe? No, it wasn't TikTok. I can't remember how I found mm. it. Okay. I don't know either because I never would have found that on my own. Um, is this kind of a hit? Are any of these songs uh, hits? Like, do your friends know these songs? I mean, they do. They do know these songs. If I, like, played them, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I've heard something like this or I've heard this song um I think this song was a hit it was Khalid like wasn't that famous in the mm -hmm. beginning but then he like worked with Billie Eilish which oh. is a really it's she's a really popular singer mm -hmm. and um and then he sort of like worked his way up and okay. now he's really popular but this okay. was back when he wasn't that popular oh really yeah See, I don't even know how new any of these songs are. They're new to me. Yeah. I just assume they all just came out because I only just discovered them the last little while. It's labeled as R&B slash soul. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of a rap soul song. I could, I could see that. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that's it. That's my favorite one. What's your favorite song I've ever introduced you to? Stone of, Stone of Sisyphus. Yeah! In Chicago. Yes! Yes, it is. All right. Now, I love this whole album. I love this song. Why for you is this song so good? Um, I really like the chorus. The chorus is like, it's like really heartfelt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm hopefully going to be talking with someone who played on this song soon. Ooh, I've already talked to listening. Maybe. I've already talked to the <laughs> producer of this song, and I'm hoping to talk with someone who played on this song soon. Let's listen to a little bit of Stone of Sisyphus. And it's cool because I think it gets out right out of the gate, kind of just hits you over the head with how yeah. powerful it is. Um.
favorite part is after he says, like, I'm going to roll it back to you, um, he says, and only angels can break through or something mm. like that. But that's the only time in the whole song that really? he says it. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, I really like it. Yes. So I'll just say, I normally have to keep this stuff uh, secret. The drummer for Chicago, he's not in the band anymore. His name was Tris Imboden. Last week, I finally heard back from him saying, yeah, I'd be honored to come on your podcast. So I said, well, let's set something up, but then I haven't heard back from him. Oh. So hopefully this happens soon. But my favorite thing about that song in particular, I think, is the drums. And so that's who I'm going to be interviewing yeah. soon. Did you know that the guy who plays drums on this song is the same guy who plays drums on Footloose? Oh, really? Yes. Wow, he's a good drummer. Yes. Isn't that wild? Yeah. When you can piece things together like that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, well, good. Okay, so Stone of Sisyphus is one of the, is your favorite song. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to just say a couple of songs that I thought for sure you were going to pick. This being, I was positive this was going to be on your top five. I think everybody knows it. When the Heart Rules the Mind by GTR. That's another one that I know is on your phone. We mm -hmm. listen to it a lot. Why yeah. did this one not make the cut? I don't know. I I don't know. I was going to, but then I felt like, eh, I don't know. I feel like I had more that yeah. I liked better. But Lionville also almost made That my was list. the other one I was going to play. Okay, you jumped ahead. <laughs> Now, Lionville, oh, there's Lionel Richie, as you like to say. Uh, Lionville, now, quick shout out. One of our listeners is named Michael Street, and I love this guy. I think he, he's pretty well known, I think, in the community. He's supportive of a lot of different music podcasts. Do you think he's listening? I hope so. He might be. Mm. He used to listen to us a lot. I don't hear from him very much anymore. But he used to send me CDs once in a while, and they were always really obscure things that I didn't know that he thought I would like. And um, he was right. He sent me maybe six CDs and he was right at least five of the six. And one of them, my very favorite one is this one, an Italian AOR band called Lionville. And this song's called I Will Wait. And um, I love these guys. I love this song. I'm gonna play a little bit of it. I don't wanna get too deep into this because Graham also loves this song, and if he ever comes on the show, I have a feeling this might be one of his picks. So we won't get too deep into it, but let's listen to a little bit of I Will Wait by Lionville. save the rest for when my favorite comes part on. is like later when it's like instrumental mm -hmm. and it's like a hard rock but you can also hear a little bit of like a sounds like a piano but mm -hmm. it doesn't sound like it's being played on a piano mm -hmm. it's yeah i like that's my favorite the thing i like about this band and this album the album's called a world of fools and it's all excellent just like that song was the thing i like about it is that it uh you wouldn't know this, but for those of us who grew up in the 80s, grew up listening to 80s AOR rock, this sounds exactly like what that stuff is. And it's sad, but it sounds like it in a fresh way. It doesn't sound like somebody who's copying, even though I'm sure that's what they're doing. They're probably kind of like Steel Panther or The Darkness or whatever, trying to sort of do their best impression of the rock that they grew up on. So it almost sounds like copying, but it's not, it's fresh. And they put a great spin on it, and yet it also sounds totally authentic and legit. I love this album. I think we're, we'll talk more about it probably when Graham comes on, if he ever comes on. And there's one other song I want to play for everybody. 
that was a big one for us when you were little because I just have fond memories of listening to this song with you. was a big one too when you were little dad what would untitled count as a kiss song untitled yeah i like that one as a kiss song well yeah it's by kiss but it's untitled <laughs> anything by kiss counts as a kiss song you can't yeah. pick that no okay last one. Oh, it's not on here i thought i'm sure i have it somewhere anyway uh do you remember cool for cats by squeeze yeah that was another one of your early, early favorite songs. And it was funny because he kind of, he sings so fast, we never knew what the words were. So we would just kind of pretend. Yeah, that was a big one. All right. Well, did you say everything you wanted to say? Yeah. Is there anything left for anyone to know? You should listen to Untitled by Kiss. What album is that even on? It's on uh, Destroyer. Destroyer, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Wait, Untitled yeah. is on Destroyer? I no, think. No, it's not. No, it's not. That song is so good. And you, uh, it's pretty much not even anything. Destroyer? Like, I don't, it's, you oh. don't have it on. Are you, oh, you're talking about, okay. You're talking about this. Yeah. Okay, yeah. This is pretty much the whole song. Right. Okay. You like this that much? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've heard Destroyer a billion times in my life. I didn't, I just didn't, that song is more like a, I don't know. Like a segue, it's not an actual song to I me. I like it. I like oh, the Great Expectations in the background, because yeah. that song's good. And then I like, just like Paul talking about <laughs> rock and roll. I just think of it as like the end of the album. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, this was fun. Um, we should do it again sometime. What should our mm -hmm. next topic be? Hmm. I... We were going to do Kiss solo albums, but maybe everybody's sick of Kiss. Well, no one ever gets sick of Kiss. Um, yeah, we were going to try and put together our top 10, like a top 10 or like a mix CD featuring songs from the four solo albums. And But every album has to be represented at least once. Man, I had uh, Live to Win on my list. Yeah, can't be that. I know. You love Live to Win. It can't be that. Why do you think you like... Did you notice? I don't know if you noticed. Maybe the listeners did. All the songs I picked from you, which are the songs that you listen to most in your life today, mm -hmm. are all kind of dancey, synthy, EDM type songs. Most of the songs you pick from me are like hard rock songs, except for Mark Almond. Yeah. Like hard, what, why do you think that is? The songs you like to hear that I show you are hard rock songs, but the songs you like to discover for yourself... Or dance songs. Why is that? I I don't know because I could go either way. I really like listening to like stuff like Kiss, mm -hmm. but then I also like listening to like the popular mm -hmm. type songs, and I like um, like Drink About reminds me of another artist called Kaigo. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, he does kind of like the same like repetition in the mm. chorus and stuff. So I don't know. I feel like I have a taste when it comes to pop music, and then I also have a taste when it yeah. comes to rock music. Well, you know why that is? Why? Because your dad did such a phenomenal job <laughs> teaching you what yeah. great music was mm -hmm. your whole life. That's true. And now that you're starting to sprout your own wings and become your own person, that influence of your fantastic father mm -hmm. is still there. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Thank you. You're Thanks welcome. for saying that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think we're I think we're done here. Do you feel good about it? Yeah. Okay. Love you, honey. Love you too. All right. I'm gonna turn this off. Okay.